What's your mom? A working mom. And what did she write? The working the mom. The working mom blueprint. blueprint. And what should they do? Go buy, buy it today. The Working Mom Blueprint is now available wherever books are sold. Go grab it for yourself, for a friend, for a sister, for a colleague, so we can help working moms, all moms, to thrive, not just survive on their motherhood journey. Mm Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. This episode is all about how to automate and how to delegate as a working mom. And we're going to get to the heart of the issue because I think a lot of efficiency or business experts talk about productivity, efficiency, automating, delegating, kind of all in that same vein of like finding trusted people that you can train and then handing things off to them and really letting it go to those people. And I think that's really, really important. And I think there was a situation actually really recently that I had to decide, hey, listen, I got to delegate this task that is draining me every single time I do it. And that I keep on like beating my head against a wall that I will tell you guys about later on in the episode, but that was much more just about like, what am I doing? I'm wasting my time. than what happens a lot of times for us when we're trying to decide if we should delegate or when we're resisting delegation, which is about not wanting to not be the person that has it all, that wants to not make it so that we are not actually the ones like carrying the burden or because it's so dang difficult to get the other person on board who we want to delegate to, AKA our partners that like, if you have a male partner living in your home, that if your experience is similar to mine for a very long time, maybe you have tried to delegate to that person, but it has been difficult to convince them to do so or to create any type of sustainability that you feel irritated that you're the one in the first place that has to delegate to them. Like, why is it that you're in charge of things? Why aren't they actually realizing on their own that there are tasks that need to happen? And so at the heart of delegation is sometimes a lot of resentment 
to know that was for me. There is sometimes a lot of shame if we feel like we aren't the ones that can handle everything, that we have to give it to somebody else in order for it to get done. And so those are the pieces that I want to focus on. If you have not already listened to our episodes with Jancy Dunn, who wrote How Not to Hate Your Husband After Kids, salacious title, but amazing book and really great episode that we had super early on in the podcast. She's like in the first six podcasts that we did. And if you have not listened to our episode about let's talk about sex after a baby or a few kids, that one also was a great one for relationships. And then finally, more recently, we had Eve Rodsky on, who's the author of Fair Play, who talked about an actual gamified way to divide up tasks and responsibilities within the home. But what I want to talk about today is this idea that a lot of moms come to me, which is, yeah, 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 I want to get my husband on board if you are not living in a relationship with a man, just like bear with me for a sec because this actually applies to like every single human in a relationship or with kids even, even if you aren't in that situation. But if you are living in a household with a man, that it can feel really, really irritating that you are the one that has to read the books about how to share and create equity within a household, that you are the one who is listening to this podcast, that the other party seems to not even give like a crap about all of this, that somehow, even if you create a system by which you are delegating to other people or you are creating more of a team, you are still the head of that team. And that is annoying as all get out. Like I also want my husband to one day tell me that he has created a game that we can play, that we're dividing up the tasks and responsibilities of my home and have it not be me who's even thinking about that. But here is the deal. We live in reality, not in our fantasies. We live in the world that we live in, which if this is not you and you live in a totally equitable house, like amazing for you. But the world that I see most women living in is one where we do, in fact, if we want anything to change, we have to be the one that starts the conversation. And as an encouragement, it's the same thing as in any type of equal rights movement, right? Like when we are fighting for equal rights for women in the workplace, it's not generally speaking men that are speaking up. It's women who are fighting back and marching in the streets. And hopefully we have some allies along with us, but it's us that have to fight. If it is about gender, you know, um, identity equality and people who are LGBTQ, that those people who are standing there fighting and saying, these are the rights, these are the things we needed to be different about. This is how we need to make change. And so I would love it if a knight in shining armor like came and rescued me and made it so that there was more equity in my house. But I know that's not going to happen. I know that if I want that to happen in my house. If I want it to be that I'm more of an equal team player with my husband and that he is the same with me, that I am the one that has to start the conversations, that I am the one who has to take a giant step back when I can so that he does have the chance to take responsibility within my household, 
and that I am the one that has to really hone in on what are the ways that I can communicate with him in a way that he hears me clearly, that I start to use really compassionate assertiveness, where I come from a place of deep in his heart, I know that he actually does love me and want the best for me and my family, but that there may be some lacks in a lack of knowledge, that there are some barriers coming up for him. I know a lot of times when my husband is having a hard time in terms of being equitable in our household, it's because he is really focused in on what he needs to do at work and not thinking much about our household. And so speaking from a place of you are a human being just like I am, and then also advocating for our needs, right? That is like step one. The other is using a common language. So my husband is a big sports guy. So we talk a ton about being teammates. We talk a ton about like, sometimes I'm going to have the ball and then I'm going to pass it to you. Sometimes you're going to have the ball and you're going to pass it to me. And I don't care about it being 50-50 in my household. I just care that we have equity so that I am not holding 70% of the items that need to get done like 100% of the time. That's not going to work for me. Now, when it comes to delegation, it's not just about if you have a male partner in your house and you are a mom, right? This goes for all types of romantic relationships where you have to build team members. If you have another partner living in your house, if you're a single mom, delegation matters perhaps even more, or at least in the same way. The number of times that I have relied on caregivers or other women in my circle are innumerable. I have a text chain that I have with other women in my community so that if one of us has to continue working, but we need childcare pickup, that others in that group can go and pick that child up if need be. You know, if we have a late meeting that they can help out in an early morning and those relationships with those women, I like them. We're friends, but they're not like my besties necessarily. It's just that we have a partnership as working moms, that we are working together as working moms, that they're delegating to me sometimes and I'm delegating to them sometimes so that we can accomplish all of our objectives in a day, in a month, in a year, and we can stay on track. You know how like in high school you could join different clubs depending on your interests or things people were into? I wasn't really that much of a club person when I was younger, but these days it feels like having a tribe of other working moms around me is so, so valuable. And it's hard to do in real life because we're all scattered and busy and have our separate lives. We have designed the Modern Mamas Club to be that club, that tribe, that support network for you. And we didn't want it just to be about what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome professional or what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome mom, but also what are the ways we can help you to remember who you are as an individual person? Voila, welcome. The Modern Mamas Club is on the scene. It's a community of mamas to support you, 24 access to our video library, 
live events, workshops, hangouts, relatable mom rooms and discussions, and a resource library and recommendations from yours truly, Dr. Whitney. Go check it out at modernmommydoc.com. Now, the other place that I have delegated a ton as a working mom is to paid caregivers. And we all make investments. We all have choices that we make. The investment that I have made the most in my life as a working mom is in quality caregivers. Sometimes that has been in childcare centers. Sometimes that has been with nanny shares. And sometimes that has been with actual nannies who come to my house and are only for me and my children. And one place this has been coming up for me lately, which I said I would talk about in the beginning of the episode, is actually with school drop-off. So those of you who know me well know that I have anxiety and just like my oldest daughter and probably my younger daughter will do that I, I dance with anxiety and then I'm always managing anxiety as opposed to knowing that it's going to be fully gone and that I know when I take care of myself, when I get really good rest, when I am moving my body, but then also when I'm not putting myself in situations that are incredibly stressful for myself, that is when I'm able to manage my anxiety the best. Like no surprise there, right? And what I've identified as something that is extremely stressful for me is on my work days when I need to be at the office at 8.30, 9 o'clock to see patients, when I have a mountain of paperwork that needs to be accomplished and signed off on and completed and given to somebody else. Before then, it's about 30 minutes worth, and my kids start school at 8.35, that's when the first bell rings, that is a moment that is stressful. So that when my kids are dawdling along the sidewalk, you know, looking at the flowers, I find myself with a clenched jaw, irritated at them, and getting super anxious inside my body. And so I've made the decision to delegate that over time to other caregivers that I pay to take my kids to school. Drop off is not stressful because I have nowhere to be. On the days when I am at home doing modern mommy doc stuff and not at my pediatrics practice, it's all good. I can take my kids to school because I don't have anywhere to be. But doing it day in and day out when I have someplace specific to be right afterward, I have found doesn't work for me. And actually, I know it doesn't work that well for my kids as well. So I just want to give you permission as a mom, as a working mom, that even if some of the tasks that you hold on your plate are ones that maybe it seems like you should do, because like it'd be so precious to be the one to take your kids to school, or that you feel ashamed of that you can't do well. Like at first I was kind of ashamed that like I can't take my kids to school very well without getting irritated at them. Like what's that about? That there's no shame in that. That all of having a centered life and moving from that place of being really conflicted all the time, hard on ourselves, pulled in too many directions, not fully present in our lives, all of the things that drag us away from that centered life are things that sometimes are big and like we have to readdress what are our priorities. And some of the things are things that we just have to be practical about and say, why am I putting myself through unnecessary stress? 
I should delegate that to somebody else. Now, the easier stuff when it comes to delegation and automation, obviously, is like auto bill pay or having a calendar that syncs with your like email. Um, I love Google Suite. That's my favorite. I'm like in love with it. They have all my data, but I still love them, right? Um, I set up calendar reminders every single time automatically when I set an appointment for myself, so it just pops up. Um, I have Zoom integrated so that that way it sets up a meeting. I have a Calendly, so like a calendar, a calendar link that people can use to, to make an appointment with me. It sets up the Zoom meeting and it automatically sends me an email and that automatically goes to my calendar, right? So that type of automation, if you're a working mom, that matters immensely, right? But it doesn't matter as much as the ability to delegate and the willingness to kind of say, yeah, I wish that people would come just ask me constantly where I need help or would suddenly come to my rescue or that my partner would be more woke and would see my struggle and would really want to help me, right? It's instead just saying for ourselves, like, okay, well, even if they don't understand it, I'm going to help them to understand who I am. I'm going to show up for myself enough to speak up, to say, this is where I need help. This is what is stressing me out. Even if nobody else understands it. Like, I know that if my mom was listening to this right now, that she would say like, Winnie, you can take your kids to school. You don't need to pay. That's such a waste. Why would you pay, you know, extra money for that half an hour for them to be the ones that take them to school? And I would say that half an hour, I pay the price in my mental health the whole rest of the day. My productivity is worse because I have to spend all of that time reconciling the emotions of like, I was a crappy mom to my kids the whole way to school, right? For another half an hour to an hour. That's an hour, half an hour. I could be more focused on my business endeavors after that. So it doesn't just waste the time and cause a disruption in my relationship with my kids in that moment and with myself in that moment. It lingers and it permeates the rest of the day as well. So always consider delegation and investment in yourself and in the other people that you are around. Also, the more you delegate, the easier it is to do it and the more it opens you up for the space to do the things you and only you are uniquely wired to be able to dream up, to be able to think about. If you are creative, it allows you the space you need for those creative moments, right? When I delegate, it makes it so that all of a sudden my mind is focused on big picture versus the little picture, nitty gritties, to-dos, tasks, all the things that somebody else could be doing for me. Before I close on this, I want to say, I'm sure some of you are thinking about budget are thinking about like, well, I can't delegate and outsource every single thing. You know, I am a single parent or I don't make very much money. And I want to say I have been in that position too, where I have had to make choices to say, what things am I going to pay money for? What things am I going to do myself? Childcare, if there is one thing to delegate to someone who you actually trust and who you know is going to be quality, 
or to a center that you know is going to be quality always pays itself back. So if there was going to be a priority for something I would delegate, it'd be that. Number two in my house would probably be like those deep cleaning things that just tend to take like an entire day of my time. But back in the day when I had like no money at all, of course I would be doing that myself, right? One thing I would be doing though, if I was going to be doing it myself, is to live as minimally as possible in terms of my environment. I would clean out my stuff so that there was less time that I was spending if I had to be the one to do it, right? Less toys to pick up, less clothes to put away, less laundry to do, fewer sheets to fold. Like if you are the one that's going to be doing it, I mean, this is true in general, even if you're not delegating, but especially if you're feeling like you don't have the funds to do it. Okay. That's totally cool. Been there, done that. And that means you got to streamline because if you are trying to go further, go past your situation, if you want a life that is like really full and meaningful and full of purpose and totally full of intent, and that's not what you're living now, and you want to move to that higher level, you're going to have to make space in your life. Like we talk about in our Centered Life Blueprint, if you have a centered vision for your life and you have all this other stuff that's outside the circle that has to happen in life, you can't pay attention to making your centered vision a reality if you're totally constantly outside the circle, just caught up in the weeds. So if you don't have the budget, that's cool. There have been times I have not as well. But that means then you got to streamline. That means your job is just to remove the contaminators out of your agenda, out of your schedule, out of your environment. So that way you have the least amount of stuff that you have to do yourself. Finally, I just want to say this. Your worth is not defined by the laundry and the dishes, right? By like cleaning the bathroom, by signing your kids up for camp. And I know you know that. Like it sounds silly to even say that. Of course your worth isn't. But when you don't delegate, when you don't give some of the things that are on that heavy mental load list to other people, then that list, all those things that don't matter at all, they do start to define your worth because that's all you spend time on. So I want you to challenge yourself to think about, is there some small thing you could think about giving away If it's in a partnership and you feel like, man, I carry all of it, is there some guidance that I need to get so that way I can really make a shift and educate my partner and get into more of a team approach with that person? If my kids are old enough, I need to really hold them to task and decide like, okay, you need to do some chores here. You need to take responsibility. It's good for them. It's good for you. In the Working Mom Blueprint, we have a whole list that talks about by age, what are the different chores that kids should do and can do, right? 
Because otherwise there's so much at risk. If we don't delegate, if we do it all, if we keep on carrying that heavy burden, A, we never realize our dreams. B, we live a life of resentment. We're resentful, resentful, resentful. We keep on doing the work, keep on doing the work, keep on doing the work, but you know what's going to happen one day, right? It's like all of that resentment builds up like you're in an instant pot and there's no release valve, steam release valve, and just builds and builds and builds. So then poof, you're going to explode on somebody, right? You're going to get mad. You're going to flip out at your husband, at your partner, at your kids, at your job. You're going to be burnt out, right? Because it has to go somewhere. When we keep on carrying that load and never give it to somebody else, the resentment that builds goes somewhere. There is so much more life out there for you, mama. And I want you to grasp it and to have it and make it a reality for yourself. And that really does start in part with automation and delegation. Hey mama, if you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.